What's going on, guys? Eric Black here, Parker Miner over there. Um, this is Rockcast. Thanks for joining us uh, it uh, is. tonight. It's we're having a good time over here. Uh, you obviously didn't see it because you're just now starting to watch the show. Mainly, we're having a good time over here too. Yeah, it's all we're just all having a good time. Yeah. Um, next time maybe you should join us. How about that? Uh, oh yeah, COVID. That's right. We can't. We have to be socially yeah. distanced. All that wonderfulness. Well, you know what? We'll. Uh, I don't know. We'll telepathically have some sort of party. Listen, That's right. Here's what's going on. Uh, another good week of the show. We're going to talk about music. We talk about rock. We talk about alternative. We can talk about some metal. All that good that. stuff. We have a very special guest on the show again this week. Parker Miner. We do. Um, Text me his name. Okay, hold on. I will. Uh, oh. It, right? <laughs> ah, right. Dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All yeah. right. So, all oh, right. Kids. Are you ready? The one, the only, Zach Sandler, formerly of Falling in Reverse. And, of course, we can't forget the 10 years in Black Tide. What's up, Zach, man? Oh, I'm good, man. Uh, hold on. My cat is trying to join in once <laughs> well, again. It's but just a statue. It's what fine. Are you, what are you doing? One guest at a time. can't join. One guest at a time. Wait, what's and the this, cat's name? This, his name is Buddy. Buddy! Perfect. Buddy, say hey. All right, now get off my desk. <laughs> It's fine. Cats are wow. Welcome. That's awesome. He'll get back at me later. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, here's the thing, um, Zach. I I think we've got some – well, I think we've got a lot to talk about this here night. And <laughs> yeah, we do. We got it. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, it's, it's almost as if we've done this before. It, it just feels like we've already – you know, we've already been I was been just thinking of deja vu, man. Kind of, yeah, kind of weird. There's definitely, there's definitely like a glitch in the matrix thing going on it's right so now. Um, I can't really put my finger on it. I'm afraid yeah. there's an agent that's going to be behind me soon. Maybe there is. Maybe, but yeah. I've got an ejection you know. seat, so we're all right. Oh, yeah. sick! <laughs> I wish mine did that. Mine just does. Mine works like a normal functioning, uh, whatever chair this is. Is that a game chair? That's a game chair. I, I guess so. Yeah. It was whatever was on sale on Black Friday at well, Office Max. It looks like it is. It's an awesome, a, it's a comfortable chair. chair. Yeah, it's it's nice to spend a couple hours in the arms. Does it have NOS? So I can have, have what? NOS? Does it have NOS? No, no, it doesn't. It looks like a Fast and the Furious seat. It's not a 10 it, second yeah. chair. It's it's definitely it has like that bucket seat look, but not yeah, feel. Yeah. <laughs> like it, you know, it, it's not like the one that was like just ripped out of like a you know, like a Camaro or something. It's yeah, more like yeah. just, oh. just ripped out of some kid's It's basement. way better. I do like it. Yeah. It's cool. I see. I, you know, I feel like we've done this before. There's like a rip in the space-time continuum or whatever you it's, call it's it. It's getting weird. Everything the, about yeah. it. Flux capacitor. Oh. Zach, do me a favor. What's up? Talk to me a little bit about, about Black Tide. And a blout. Uh, okay. you're a blat. I don't know. Talk to me about Black Tide uh, and uh, your experience. Uh, um, so uh, the, the quick the as quick as it can be history on that band um we formed in 2004 i think it was yep it was that seems about right oh four is that what the wikipedia says that's wikipedia. what it says <laughs> yeah uh, 2004 i guess that's right whatever as a like, bassist we'll go with that yeah um i uh yeah so that band was started in 2004 uh we were originally called radio we got really popular in our hometown um and eventually we got like uh you know some recognition from some like labels and stuff and they flew us all over the place and treated us to a bunch of fucking dinners and you know they they they're impressing kids which is stupid right, because right. we're the fact that they were like hey we're interested was impressive enough like right. you really don't have to fly me to new york and take me to see judas priest i was already sold on you guys <laughs> yeah um, right. 
but uh yeah. so a few years of that shopping around labels we signed to interscope records mm-hmm. um put out a couple records with them put out way too many music videos with them toured about as heavy i think as you can tour especially at the fact that they signed us when we were all underage i was 17 oh, when wow. i got signed oh wow um wow. yeah i was a child <laughs> uh <laughs> which is it, it's just weird like i literally and it was weird because i got signed like I think the contracts were in August and that November I was turning 18. Oh, wow. So I still had to go back and like go back to my lawyer's office and sign contracts again. A lot like, of legal uh-huh. stuff that year. Yeah, there, there was, I, I met with a ton of lawyers in like state of Florida, like guardian and items who were basically making sure that the deal was fair for all of us. Um, which it was because <laughs> wow. they, yeah. they gave us a bunch of money. Yeah. That's um, awesome. And yeah, so we did that toured a ton. Um, and then, I'm sure the Wikipedia page is wrong. I think it probably says that I left in like 2013 or something. Yeah. I, I think that's a, I guess that's about right. I think, I think on paper, I never actually left. Like I'm still an owner in the corporation. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So to, from a, from a legal standpoint, I'm still in that band. Um, and we nice. actually did a, a reunion show a few years back for our 10 year anniversary of our first record, which is really cool. Um, and that's kind of where black tide ended for me. Um, and then in end of 2014, early 2015, um, I started playing bass for falling in reverse. Nice. And I've never heard of them. that band. Yeah, no, most people haven't, the new uh, band. <laughs> you know, just like, I think right now they have the number one rock. <laughs> They're song only the number country. one rock song on the active charts as we yeah. speak. And yeah. you, know, you had something to do with that, my friend. Mm-hmm. Definitely did. Oh, wait, yeah. that song? Uh, oh, well, not that song, but it, leading, that song, up, that leading up yes. to it, you I've, definitely had something to do with it. I, I'm, a, I'm a part of the journey. Yes, you um, are. Which it's, it's, it's always nice to be like included and yeah. represented in that light because the band's been really successful and I got to be a part of it for some really phenomenal years. Um, yeah. And the only reason I, I stopped touring with them, um, there's no bad blood. There was nothing... Uh, there was no like weird thing that happened. It literally was like, we had a bunch of time off and I was enjoying being home and yeah, it started weird. as, and it started as like, I just want to like sit one out, like, you know, timing wise. Like I was like, I just want to be at home. There's not a ton of like touring on the books for the year. Why don't I take the year off kind of thing? Um, which, you know, like everyone was like, cool with. They're like, do we totally get it? Blah, blah, blah. You know, 13 years of touring. Yeah. It's nice to take some time off yeah well this was and, a good year you know, to do that yeah um yeah and it was really it was like it was last year into this year which last yeah. year they didn't tour too much um this year obviously nothing going on yeah so it I, it wasn't like i was like missing out on anything right really right. um and yeah it, it's just kind of turned into like this well i'm home anyway and on paper like yeah i'm not expected to be there with the band like i'm you know i'm not officially in it at the moment um but you know it's not like some weird like oh we hate like i i mentioned you guys are like i was texting with like ronnie earlier Mm -hmm. today yeah (laughs) yeah. so at the beginning though when you you know when you um decided to leave was a little hard to go to what we'll call civilian life to go back to you know doing not being on tour um you know weeks at a time and doing all that stuff was that a little weird at first um honestly for me not really um my so when I started touring with Falling in Reverse, uh, I was living in Orlando, Florida, and I still had a day job. Mm, yeah. um, 
you know, like that old saying, don't quit yeah, your day job. Yeah. Um, but for me, like I've, I've always maintained this level of like, like, listen, I could play on the biggest stages, tour the mm-hmm. world, do all that. I'm to me, I'm like, I'm that dude that's going to go hang out at the mall on a Tuesday afternoon and like hit up Jamba juice and go to an H and M, you know, like there's right? like, I, I don't look at myself in like that, like special fashion or like a rock star. I've never had that mentality. Yeah. Cause to me, I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm a musician. I get to do something really cool. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like, it, it's no different than the dudes go and play on Broadway five days a week or the guys on stage in front of 20,000 people a night. Like, right. so when, when I was even touring with them early on, I would literally like fly home from a tour. Um, actually it was great. I remember, uh, after my first tour with them, we went to like Europe and Australia, flew back to the U S we were like direct support at self-help festival in San Bernardino in 2015 playing to like 15,000 people. And the next morning I, you know, I was on my flight home. I think I got home on like a, like a Sunday. And then that Tuesday I was back working at Harley Davidson. Oh my That's awesome. Wow. Like, and it, and, but to me, I'm like, that's, that's what it is. You know, like, I, I appreciate like actually working and yeah, getting up and, and having props, a purpose man. like every day. Cause I, I think that's important, especially it is in today's climate of musicians when everyone wants to be flashy and show off the cars and like everything they got. But yeah, you know, to me, I'm like, I want to show off that I am no different than yep. anybody else. And cause I'm not, yeah. I'm just, I'm lucky that I practiced an instrument well enough to right. make yeah. that's a, a cool living story. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, and that's, and it's kind of where, um, it's kind of where we're at. You know, we don't want to do, we, we just don't really want to be, um, how do I say this, Parker? We're not really, we don't really care about uh, uh, the cameras and the, and the right, microphones right. and all that stuff. It just so happens that this is, this is how we have to do it right now. Um, but it's more, yeah. you know, like you said, it's more about the stories. It's more about just understanding them as a person, understanding how, uh, you know, how they, how they function and which is, always just like you and me just like we do yeah uh there's there's never anything different than that they just happen to be rock stars they have a you know they have a, a lot of people know about them that's that's really They're very successful yeah, yeah that's really uh, it. yeah and so you know to uh to be able to do what we do on this side is just we just want to hear some stories you know we just we love being yeah. able just to talk to people hang out um you know, right. when we first started this it was going to be um you know, it was going to be at a venue type scenario as opposed to in person yeah as opposed to online so it's gonna be a little bit different yeah. format just everybody hanging out sitting down you know uh, having some drinks or something just talking just like we would as yeah. normal and then and then our friend COVID hit. getting the realistic side of things yeah. that's, I think it's more most important story. hearing that story was great I mean it's, it's very humbling it's very um it's 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 what people need to hear I mean it's very yeah it, and it's funny because like I uh I talked to a friend on um god this is probably like two years ago now I'd done like a podcast for one of my buddies things and like like I kept referencing I was like I was like by no means am I in any way shape or form even close to who Bruce Springsteen is but I've always found it funny after I watched his like he, there was like that Netflix thing that was like that yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen on Broadway oh, yeah, yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love that like he talks about like how he's always represented the working man mm-hmm. And like his music was the working man. He's the dude that got on stage in the Levi's and the work boots. And yeah, that dude was never that. No. And he says it. He's like, it's all a lie. Yeah. It's all stories. He's like, I was a guy. He's like, I was a songwriter. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's like, I never, I didn't go work out in the fields. I didn't go do construction. He's like, my music appealed to those people because I know about that yep. world. 
So like, to me, I was like, well, I kind of like being the guy who actually is right? the yeah. working man. Yep. Like, I, I think that I, I, I love that aspect. Yep. And it's always helped me understand that at the end of the day, without, you know, getting on stage and like, you know, having fans and doing all that stuff, I'm, I'd be the same person regardless. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and it keeps you, uh, it keeps you grounded, you know, it keeps you in that, at that level to where you're not, you don't get a, a big head and you know, all that stuff. It, yeah. And, and there was a point in my life with my first band where, trust me, I got a really big yeah. head and like, yeah, I thought it was always funny. Cause like in my group of friends, they'd be like, that's cool. But meanwhile, we have to buy your drinks right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like, or they were like, why are we taking you to dinner yeah. right now? And I'd be like, because I'm a working musician, yeah. man, that means I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool, man, but I don't have any money. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm like I'm on Jimmy Kimmel, but can somebody buy me a big? Yeah, <laughs> right. So is that now? Have you done anything like Jimmy Kimmel before that? Was that your first experience in that type of situation? Uh, that was like of importance. Yeah. No, Jimmy Kimmel was the first time. <laughs> um, we uh, early, early on as like a local band, we did um, we did like a handful of like because like everybody in the band except for me was Hispanic, so it was really easy to get us on all those like telemundo daytime yeah. whatever shows yeah. where literally they would like talk and i'd be like cool when do we play right. like <laughs> i don't know spanish man just let on? me know just give me the cue <laughs> yeah so like so we did a handful of things like that um i think yeah i think jimmy kimmel was the first big one and then uh the boom of like kind of like those internet-based tv shows yep. um yeah i forgot i forgot what we, there was a few of them that we did uh I can't even remember what they were called, but they, they weren't like doing like Kimmel. Like right. that was a whole different experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, were you, were you a little nervous when you're going on there? Cause I mean, you're, you're playing in potentially in front of obviously just an audience at that point, but then eventually yeah. a large um, amount of people. Yeah. I'm, so I, I've always kind of loved that there, uh, my life is full of humbling moments mm. it, it, that are a part of much bigger things. Like, so the day before we did Jimmy Kimmel, um, we did a headlining show in, oh God, I, it might've been like Vacaville, like somewhere in like the Sacramento area okay. of California. Yeah. yeah. And I think we played to like 15 people. <sighs> That's <laughs> the night before doing national oh television. Um, wow. So yeah, there's definitely that like, you know, reality just sitting there looking at you being like, Hey man, don't forget where yeah. you're really at. Yeah. Right. Like appreciate what you're going to do. I mean, you treat that the same way as a 15,000 people crowd. So I mean, I, I'm sure. I, and yeah, and we did. And I, I'll never forget, like literally right before we were going to play, like, like Jimmy Kimmel comes up, like say, Hey, to all this. And like, as he's shaking our hands, he's like, all right, now don't fuck this up guys. This is a big opportunity. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. we're That's like, awesome. thanks appreciate man. It. Like, uh, appreciate right. those kind no, words. No pressure, yeah. but he, it was, he was very nice. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's Thanks, just Jimmy. national TV. Everyone's going to see it. Not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. Yeah. Okay. I mean, was it Don Rickles was oh on the show gosh. too, who I was like a huge fan of. Wow. Right. Yeah. 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 Of, of course I went to go say hi to him. Uh, and like, to. yeah. And like, he, obviously he didn't care about who right. any of us were, but he, but he pretty much gave us the same advice. He was like, well, when you go on there, don't fuck up. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And it was like, <laughs> It was like, right, that's that's all I really wanted to hear from a guy like right. Way to make us not feel nervous at all. <laughs> yeah, and we were incredibly nervous. Oh, my gosh. But it was fun, though, right? You had a good time doing it, and everything worked out and all that stuff. I, yeah, I mean, you know, we did it, and then uh, I guess more people showed up to the nice. next show. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what – that that counted yeah. for sure. That is good, uh, yeah. 
yeah that actually that would have been right around when our record came out like i think it was mm. that week and um yeah i think we played like a soul that show at the key club like uh nice. like a night or two wow. nights later wow rest in peace the key yeah. club but yeah, yeah right yeah. yeah it was like van halen stopping ground yeah. at one point but like but yeah it was kind of cool to go from like that and be like oh look yeah. it worked you know yeah that's good so you have been um you've been on tour for quite some time. Like you've done a lot of festivals, you've done a lot of different things like that. You know, what are some of those things you, you've played a lot of warp tours Now we're, we're uh, familiar with very familiar with warp tour. Yeah. Um, you know, it took a little break from Nashville and a little, I mean a lot, yeah. um, but it came back for a, for a little bit before it decided to end, but not really yeah. end. Um, you yeah. t- give us a, uh, give us your experience on, on playing some of these, these festivals and, and how you, you know, how they differ from maybe being in a festival to being in a venue and how that all works. I mean, you got media yeah. mixed in there and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they were always really cool. Cause like you're essentially traveling in your own bubble, <laughs> right? which is, it, it's kind of dope. Cause like you wake up every day, your yeah, your bus might be parked somewhere else. You're getting up, you oh, got to yeah. find, you know, you find a, like the first bathroom that you can, <laughs> like the first port of John is there. <laughs> yeah. You're blow it up. Yep, um, blow it up. Yeah, no, and you want to be the dude who's hitting it at seven a.m. Like right, that's before everybody else. Yeah, the peak hours. You know, what honestly, I, mean? I really think that's how I, re- I met Ronnie the first time. <laughs> Man, this I is it. I know this is funny, but it was literally it was two thousand eighteen. I think it was the last run, and and we were uh, I was meeting Eric at the Warp Tour. I was like, "Man, we got to get down there so we can kind of, you know, get some of the uh, the good footage we need to get." So, anyways, I was just walking through the back because we had radio access, and we just kind of walked in and. Uh, first person I see is Ronnie, and of course I catch him. I'm like, "Oh, well, I'll wait five yeah, minutes. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah, all, right. all good. I'll just come yeah. back. It's not big. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. but like, so like living that bubble. It's you know, you get up every day, you find catering, you know, get breakfast or whatever. Um, find out what time you're gonna play, and that kind of yeah. dictates how your day is sure. gonna go. Right. Because like, it's it's true. They they would tell everybody what the set times were at like ten or ten thirty in the morning. Yep. And the first band is on at 11 15. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. Yeah. Like it's, it's a crapshoot. So someday you might get up and you know, it's like, Hey, you guys are going on at one o'clock. And then some days it's, Hey, you're going on at seven fifteen. Like, wow. But, but you are kind of trapped to the confines of what's in that world. And um, I think it's really easy to get, uh, it gets a little, you know, it gets monotonous, yeah. obviously. Like, you know, the first week is kind of rough because you're getting acclimated to it. You're getting your sunburn going. Um, yep you know, bang over is real, like, you know, all that's happening. So the first week's rougher than all the other ones. (laughs) Wherever Warped Tour goes, the sun follows, brother. (laughs) Yeah, And it's, it's crazy though. Cause like, it's a very, like, if you go to Warped Tour for a day um, or any music festival, Mm -hmm. you are exhausted. Like by the time you get to bed and I'm sure like just going even as a patron or just just working from like a press, right. You know, you need it two days to recover. Yeah. So imagine what it's like when you're like, oh, we're doing six shows in right. a row. Oh, right. <laughs> like, yeah. No. It's, but like, it's weird. You fall into this rhythm. Like, I remember Warp Tour ended, and I was like, dude, I'm not even tired. I could keep going for another six months. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's you got used you know, to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like you're training all like your whole life for like a Spartan race, and then you do it, and you're like, that wasn't not that, that hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. But then the first shower you get at home. That's, yep. or like the first hotel you hit mm. all of a sudden you're like yo i'm way dirty yep. i thought it was, yeah. I, wasn't a tan. I, thought, I thought i had a tan it's not a tan at all yeah it's not yeah that's just but the it, dirt but it's it is really cool like for things like warp tour with how many bands are on it like 
having that many days, you can actually see all the bands that you want to see. That's true. Yeah. Um, you know, unlike, you know, like a random festival date or like a radio date where you might catch somebody, you might be busy. Um, you know, that one time you're going to get to eat is when your favorite band is on. Like, Oh yeah. Cause I mean, I'm a fan, like it doesn't matter like where I'm at, whatever. If I'm a fan of a band and they're on it, I'm yep. going to go see them. And I'm probably right. going to stand in the crowd cause I want the real experience. Yep. Real. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, all the yeah. time. So for, for a thing like Warp Tour, it's a lot of fun and just discovering bands that, like you never would have heard of like yeah. ever in a million years. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and I, and I think too, that's the best thing about a festival is it's so easy. I mean, you pay like, you know, between 60 and 150 bucks, depending on what you want to do. Yeah. And you know, a day or two, maybe sometimes even three, I went to festivals where there was five days and yeah. um, you know, we paid like two or $300 to go see all these bands, but there's no way that you're going to be able to see all of those bands individually mm-hmm. First of all, in that short amount of time, and second of all, for that for that amount of money, yeah. it was just insane. So why would you not want to go? Eric to a never showered. I still haven't showered either. since then. That was like six years ago. <laughs> My man, I am committed. I'm committed. <laughs> you got like the nice glaze That's going right. on yeah. in your face, like like the first time you it's scrub gonna it's going to be like three inches of just. I'll be able to make things out of whatever it is on my face and sell it. You're you're <laughs> honestly probably like like without all that like. 40, absolutely absolutely sometimes oh, sometimes wow. i see myself like you know leaning forward because i'm i feel like i'm a little top heavy so that's probably yeah. what that is yeah it's just yeah. the grease on the beard situation yeah yeah <laughs> but the good news is is when i go to you know cook things i just ring this bad boy out and we're good to go yeah oh the stuff that mm. gets caught in it who needs oh. vegetable oil man we'll just yeah. who, who get, i got i got plenty of I mean, I use yep. beard butter, so like, mm, I yep. think I'm beard good butter. to go. Don't eat oh, it, though. Yeah. I'm telling you this. Corn, corn on the cob, just rub it along the beard oh, a little yeah. bit, man. Dude, my beard butter smells so good like I would eat. It's like Is this it like shea, you know, it's like yep. shea butter and sandalwood. Yep. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yep. it's, it's got, phenomenal. You got a beard Don't brush? Do you have the, like, the beard brush? Of course I have a beard brush. It's got brush. a beard. Oh, yeah. Right now, yeah. I have that's right. yeah. what smells well, like leather on my face. It's amazing. It that is. Really it's so wonderful. manly. It's. I like make out with myself all the time because it's just. It's amazing. I mean, why? Would I don't you? blame you. It is weird. I catch him every once in a while, but hey, man, Facetime me. I'm hey, here. I'm on here. I'm here. Yep. And the it's tongue a, is just it's everywhere. Just weird. All it's over disturbing. The, you know how it goes. You get it. You understand. <laughs> um, Zach, we're going to talk a little bit about um a guitar company that I am very fond of, Ooh. and we like to call them yes. Schecter Guitars, mainly. because that's what that's their name um i have an omen six that i am very happy with right now good man now what 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 are what's your what's your take on schecter um i i mean i love them to death uh they're the short of like the one or two pieces that i have elsewhere like you know i've got like i've got a few fender strats and stuff um but it looks like legit- you have a couple behind you, actually. Yeah, le- legitimately. Um, my my whole rack here is all Schecter. Uh, there's another hollow body off there. My storage like space in my place is flooded <laughs> with so many cases and so many more Schecters. Um, it's yep. mildly embarrassing. But uh, I, I they're a brand that I discovered them. I'm trying to think like the, the way I describe. I think I, I first saw a Schecter probably because I saw like Avenged nice. Sevenfold yep. playing them. Yep, that's um, right. I, I that. thought yeah. that first thing I was like, yep. man, A7X. Yeah, they they were they were probably them or it might have actually no. I take that back. Papa Roach. Oh, okay. Oh, 
Have you um, ever seen Papa Roach live? Who, me? Yeah. Dude, I've toured with them. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're the homies. So we've um, seen we've seen Papa Roach yeah, live, right? Yeah. So that means. But we didn't go together. Actually, Eric and I went together. And then we yeah, met no. Zach outside. Yeah. I was like, hey, that's uh, that bearded guy, mm-hmm. man. So, so, uh, so the Schecter, um, I, uh, I originally, I wanted to play their bases. I bought one of their bases in 2006, 2007. Fell in love yep. with the body style, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, right before I did Ozfest in 07, I reached out for mm. an endorsement deal with them. Um, and or, or, or I say back, management reached out. At the time, right. And I got denied. <laughs> uh, the AR guy that they're dealing with, Strap, was like, no, nah, we're good. Like, we, we don't need some other young kid mm-hmm. playing them, right. whatever was going on there. Um, so they told me I was kind of bummed. Uh, they were like, Oh, we can reach out to all these other brands. Like somebody will hook you up. But I was like, well, no, yeah. that's what I want to play. I was like, call them back. See what, see if I can buy one or buy right. a couple, like, yep. but like at an artist deal. Yep. since I want to buy a few. Um, and somehow that made its way to, uh, the guy who I thought was just the coolest A&R guy. Turns out Mark is the <laughs> VP of the company. Yeah, yeah. And he's and he's the only dude I, I dealt with there wow. for a year. He's still really the only guy wow. I deal with, but it's usually like, hey, I want this. And he's like, all right, cool. You're going to talk wow. to Adam now. Like, he's going to get you situated. Yeah. And he was just like, geez, like, I love that you just still want to play our brand. Like, right. what do you want? And he sent them to mm-hmm. me. And, you know, the, the ones that I had, like, slowly evolved into me, A, first trying to leave the company once, and then them building me pretty much to spec sort of a clone of a different brand in the sense of like That's what cool. I wanted pickup wise and what I wanted on the neck. Uh, so they, they kept me along because uh, they just treated me well. Then they made me some customs that were like painted nice. how I want them. Um, my Love favorite it. was my, my favorite was my main one. I think you can probably see more pictures of it. Like in the black yeah. tide years, it's this all white one. And on the back, it says hate. Nice. Really oh, yeah. big. Cause I just, that's hate awesome. Everything. Um, of course. And we then, too. Uh, yeah. And then it eventually evolved into me, uh, uh, picking up one of their P base oh, nice. style ones and having them essentially hot rotted for me. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and, and like when I say, yeah, when I say hot rod, like it, it doesn't sound like any other base I've ever played. It feels better than every fender I've ever owned or played. Um, and they're just, they're perfect. Like, I can't say enough good things about the diversity of those instruments yep. and what they offer to artists, what they just offer to, um, you yep. know, the average consumer. Like, you can go in, you can get a quality instrument for, I wouldn't call it, like, super expensive. I think right. the, the six to $800 yeah. range is a good median yep. area for a guitar. And you get something that's the quality of, like, you know, $1,500, yep. you know, Gibsons that, like, like yep. the Schechter guitars that I play now, play better and sound better than a lot yep. of gibsons i've picked up and you don't have to feel bad if you slam it on the stage no exactly and that's and that's one of my big things is short of the tiny custom things that i have done to them afterwards yeah. um which is usually like I, you know i get pot yeah. switched out just like really <laughs> nerdy techie stuff that i'm like oh these the capacitors on right. these pots are better yeah um which right. nobody can tell anyway <laughs> uh but like if i if i were to break one on tour i could short of Schecter sending me a brand new one like overnighted if i was in a pinch i could go to guitar yep. center buy one off the wall and it's yep. going to sound just as good yep. right yeah like like there's there's no gap in what i'm getting and what you can pull off of a yeah pull off of a sure. wall at the music store and and i think that's that's a clutch thing with any guitar company basically whatever 
like if you can just get a quality instrument that's mm-hmm. you know, mass produced like yeah why, why wouldn't you do that no right. that their their level of uh of detail is yep. put into every yep. single one that exactly. goes out all right, so I've got some questions. Uh, they're, they're would you rather questions. Are you up for a little game of would you rather? I love a good game of would you rather. Yeah, okay, good. This is going to get, um, they're not going to be too crazy. I don't, well, I don't think they are, but no. maybe they are. Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I like the, weird. Weird is this pretty much what we are. It's uh, what we do. We both <laughs> live in that world. We are weird. Yep. So right. the more we do this, the more you're going to understand that it was a horrible idea. Um, mm-hmm. First question, um, would you rather get hit in the kneecap with a solid metal pipe or literally be stuck in bed for 40 days? That's all you, you're doing. You're just, you're just stuck in bed or you're getting Nancy Kerrigan in the kneecap. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, that's actually that's – a, that's a really good one. Uh, yeah. So my take on it, mm-hmm. if I get hit in the kneecap with yep. a steel pipe. It's going to hurt. And I'm probably going to be laid up in bed for 40 days. Right. Possibly. So I would rather skip the pain. Mm-hmm. Hold on. If I'm laid up in bed, do I have like phone access? Do I got a laptop? Or am I just like, I'm, like I'm in a room by myself? Like, like, what do like you, prison? whatever you have at, at your disposal right now in your bed situation, that's yeah. what you have. Oh, dude, I'll take bed for 40 days. Eve's. Done. So you're gonna you're potentially gonna go through bed sores and and hurt uh, all that wonderful crap Ooh, that uh, that's fine. I can, and, I, I can stretch my legs in bed. That's good. And like I can move in it if I'm incapacitated because of like my knee and potentially ruining my life forever. <laughs> I will take the bed for forty days. I I think that um I'd yeah. probably get really sick of it and I'd be like really tired of the room by then. Probably, right. but kind of like then a the, quarantine. Right, but also the journey mm-hmm. back into like getting into real life would be right. a lot of fun. Like the yeah. journey back from a knee injury is terrible. Not like, great. Yeah. There's rehab. There's pain. Like, mm-hmm. right. you know, I, I'm good. I don't yeah. want that. I, if I can avoid pain, I will. So I'll I'll take bed for forty days. That's bed. good. You're gonna be you're gonna be in bed. You're gonna be laid up in bed for forty days. All right, that's fair. I think that done. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I feel good about that. This this you might not feel great about. Um, this is okay. this is the next one here. <laughs> Uh, and this one, this one makes me a little bit like, what is wrong with you? Uh, do, do you come up with these on your own, like in your free time? He does. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. We're not he does. About that, though. I'm just trying to get the picture painted. It's usually, usually I'm pooping and I'm like, ooh, would you rather? And, you know, that's how that works. Right. You know how it goes. He'll text it to me first, though. And then I'm like, <gasps> oh, he's yeah, pooping too. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. great. Now we're on the same it, poop schedule. It works really I just, good. I just play solitaire while I'm sitting down. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's probably more valuable of your time. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. All right. <clears throat> Would you rather, Zach, lick the floor of a poorly clean gas station bathroom <laughs> or be flogged, which is whipped, with a cat of nine tails is. 10 times? And a cat of nine tails, for those of you out there that have no idea what that is, that they put glass and metal and all this random like tax and stuff in the end of these strips of leather uh and they they there's nine strips and they just kind of whip you with it it's not a great experience yeah. so let me say it again lick the floor of a, a poorly clean gas station or be flogged with a cat of nine tails 10 times um all right let me preface this with Break who is doing the flogging eric black that's me 
so it would be you or at least somebody of your build. Yes. So it's not like a like a five foot four like Japanese woman in leather. Not as uh, unless I get sick, that's my backup. But unless I, if I'm sick, <laughs> okay. then that's who you get to get. Yeah. But otherwise, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, I gotta I gotta think strength on this one. You do. Um, yeah. It, where am I getting? Am I getting hit in the back, in the butt? It'll be it'll be your entire backside, maybe even your sides, wherever, however long the strips are. And yeah. I, I haven't made it yet, so you got to give me a minute. I felt I can. Okay. I, I didn't know you were going to actually want to do that, so I got to make it. But they're probably going to be well, decent size, at least a foot long. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. Um. Well, in my younger formative years, right. Um. The the uh, the things that I've probably encountered in a uh, poorly cleaned gas station bathroom. Mm-hmm that have ended up in my bot. Well, all right, I'll, I'll not beat around the bush drugs in a bathroom. Right. Oh um, yeah. If you think of it that way, like that's probably, <laughs> I didn't die from that. So I probably yeah. wouldn't die from, from licking the floor of one. Um, really? I mean, dude, I've used I used the bathroom in CBGBs before. Like, okay, well, that's fair. All so right. I, I, and, and I toured in a van Ooh. for a long time. I think I could handle that. Wow. Um, what about the bathroom so from I, dumb and dumber? Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I, okay. I'm actually, I'm gonna go with the bathroom. Hmm. <laughs> and that's that's purely based on like once again like my recovery time from what's going on. Because like, <laughs> right. let's be real. Worst case scenario, I'm walking out of that having to get a shot of penicillin. Right. Or a couple. I'm with you on that. Yeah. And and the other one, I would just, I'd probably just be in a lot of pain, and I feel like it wouldn't be uh, an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Like some of those can be, depending on what you're into. Well, so yeah, yeah plus then you'd be, you'd be back in the first position in, in bed 40 more days right i'm right exactly so hmm. yeah interesting I've, i'm i've got i'm i got weird routes of risks that i'm willing to take <laughs> i you know that you are the most like complex person you you break everything apart with these no nobody really does that they're like well uh, i don't know just this i guess well don't guess yeah. this is if you had these two choices and that's it yeah. What would you do? You, you got you got to think long term. Yeah. Right? If you're if you're not looking past the surface, like you're you're in a lot of trouble. Yep. 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 Exactly. Well, that's interesting. I'm uh, I'm glad we had this little chat. Now I know a little bit more about <laughs> your too. your thought process, and uh, you don't care about dirty things. I like it. It's very nice. I I, I like I said, dude. I <laughs> you tour enough, and all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's let's be real. Everybody's dropped a piece of food on the floor and been like, ah, five second rule. Right, you know, twenty like, second rule, baby. Woo, twenty yeah, minute exactly. rule. Uh, yeah, I mean, hell, oh, if it's your own house yeah. and you know that it's been cleaned, you're oh, like, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. So the cat box Barry does that sifted. all the time. The cat box has been sifted. It's fine. Yeah, e- exactly. Tipsy yeah. rolls. Exactly. My my cat goes and uses the uses the box, and then I have no problem, and he's on my chest or yeah. something. Yeah. He puts his paw in my mouth, <laughs> like, like so. Hi. Really, could, right? And I'm like, oh, it's so cute. It's yeah. just poop. But, Tastes like poop. right, exactly. And I'm like, why do you smell funny? <laughs> you just kind of move on. <laughs> or when the dog right. knows what she eats, and she comes and oh, licks at my face or my beard, right. like right. Or she's licking herself. You know, whatever. Yeah, fine. It's just cleaning the, the palate for later. That's right. That's yeah. right. Get a new taste in there so you can get right. the taste later. <laughs> <laughs> It's an excellent mug you have there. Well, thank oh, you, it, sir. Yeah, I stole it from a Viking. Um, don't tell him because I'm hiding. Yeah, uh, that no, would not be good. It is. It's actually. Uh, it's actually quite stylish. Um, yeah. It makes me feel really cool. The only. The only thing I don't like about it 
is the four and a half foot. That is huge. It's like a music note. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. It's like a bass clef, but it's it. I mean, because mm-hmm. when I watch, watch. It, it's kind of weird, but I like it. I like it a lot. It's just, I wish, I wish it wasn't so much like a weapon, I guess, and, and yeah. more of like a drinkable situation, but whatever. It's fine. I dig it. <sighs> yeah. It's all good. It's all good. I need to get that for drinking my, my morning coffee. Yeah, so that's right. This, it's actually uh, dirty bathroom water that's in here right now because I knew that, <clears throat> Perfect. I knew that you would pick that. So we're, yeah, these of the same pod. All, all bathroom water is dirty. Just think of the particles that float. Floaters. So. Yeah. Yeah, floaters. Not great. Not great. I don't know, man. That's uh, I don't know. All right, oh. well, we got we got a couple more things I want to talk about, right. and we got to clean this up a bit. No, we don't. Okay. No, we don't. Let's not. No, we don't. No, it's going to be far. the same. No, yeah, let's not do that. We're going to talk a little bit about labels. You've had some label experience. We've already talked about that, you know, here and there. Um. Mm-hmm. You said that you have, when's, how long have you been associated with some sort of label situation? Not necessarily on a label, but when's the, when was that 2004? 2000, uh, the first, the first people that we ever even spoke to is 2005. 2005. So you have, yeah. you have many years of label experience. What, what has changed yeah. that you've noticed anyway, between 2005, mm-hmm. as far as the label goes and 2020 i mean obviously take you know take COVID out of there that's not worry yeah. about that but like what are some of the changes now that the label was this and now the label does this or is this well i mean in in it every i'd say probably every like seven years there's some sort of major shift in in just how they operate right. um so from my experience um in the earlier part of my career mm-hmm. the label was for all intents and purposes, a huge piggy bank. Mm, right. So your credit um, card. Yeah, it really is. Like they're like they're gonna give you all that money up front. You're gonna have to pay it back. There's certain money that they're like, we understand you're not gonna pay this back, so we're just gonna give it to you. Like, you know, yeah. um, a lot of tour support that like say they give a band like a hundred thousand dollars in tour support, you don't have to pay that back, they're gonna write it off. But when you ask for like another twenty grand near the end of the cycle. Yeah. You're on the hook yeah. for that, yeah. um, which sucks because depending on your deal, you know, uh, I'm sure you've heard a lot of people talk about 360 yep. deals, which essentially is their way of being like, hey, because we're not making money off record sales now, we're going to make money off of your merchandise yep. or yeah. we're going to make more money off your streaming or we're going to pay you more money per CD that you sell. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there, there was a time when artists would see like a dollar fifty two dollars yeah. per unit sold. so when you hear somebody sells a million records you're like yo they made a million dollars right um of course a part of that has to go back to recouping what the label yep. gave you to make the record right yes. um and if you're idiots like my first band was uh you spent half a million dollars <laughs> oh man <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> um, wow oops um but that was the other thing budgets were bigger yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, it wasn't crazy to be like, hey, we got this new band. Nobody's ever heard of them. Let's spend a million dollars and make them huge. We'll make more in the long run anyway. Yeah. Um, and my early band, we had a really good lawyer uh, who negotiated us from it being a 360 deal to being like, all right, we'll, we'll go 50 50 on the merch with you. Um, and we're still going to make like, you know, whatever, $1.67 per unit. Right, right. Like, 
there were some compromises and, and they were fair deals. Yeah. Like, and no deal, I think at the time had even been negotiated like that. Wow. Where it was like, where basically it's a partnership opposed to uh, indentured service. Sure, sure. Um, yep. <laughs> but fast forward, like even like our second album cycle, all of a sudden it went from cool, you have a half million dollar budget to make your record. Yeah. To all right, well now you've got one hundred and twenty thousand dollars to make your record. Ooh, which that's a big change. When it is, but like in the grand scheme of things, now if you were to go get a deal, um, maybe not necessarily like a Universal or a Warner Brothers, right? You can make a record for ten grand. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Now, granted, a band like us, like we wanted a larger producer. Sure. Um, so like our first record was done by, uh, Johnny K who'd done like disturbed and stained mm-hmm. and yeah. Megadeth and mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. dude, crunch. like, you know, you go into the studio and you're like, look at all these platinum yep. records. Yeah. Um, and then the next record we did with, uh, Josh Wilbur, who's pretty much the guy in heavy metal yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everything from like Lamb of God and Trivium, like yep. you, you want to make your, and we, and he co-produced it with Garth Richardson who had done. The very first Rage Against the Machine album. Oh, that's Clyro. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, like you want to do like that on yeah, your side. Sure. So, but like when you look at the budgets, you're like, yo, that's the team that we probably should have been spending half. Of mm-hmm. um, so there's there's been a lot of budget cuts. They've they've downsized the labels yeah. um, to an extent where they're like, well, we can just pile more work onto people because they can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They focus more on social media than they do actual marketing. Yep. Like social media marketing is more important to them than putting a billboard right. up. Yeah. Um, you know, with, with, yeah, with print media and radio being dead, those departments don't really exist anymore. Right. Um, like they do, but in a substantially Small smaller way, yeah, capacity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's, there's just been a lot more of, of that, which is probably why you see larger bands these days putting out records on smaller labels or just starting their own. Yeah. I mean, hell Metallica has their own yep. label now. You know, the Foo Fighters have always done it through their own label mm-hmm. and like essentially leased out their records to uh, whoever it is, like Warner, yep. to put out. And like, all right, cool, they'll make some money on it because they're going to handle this end of it financially. Right. But at the end of the day, it belongs to Roswell Records. Yep. What's, you know, like, what's your opinion on an alternative to radio? Um, like the like the digital age of it, yep. like um, I I think that the start of it, things like Sirius XM, yeah. I think that that was such a brilliant move because it removed the restrictions that we had right. on radio. Yeah, it was a more broad audience. You could be a sim- you could do it as simple as like, you know, open up your laptop or on your phone, listen to these stations, um, and and really hear an actual array of music and not just what some programming director in that market felt was necessary yeah. because it was so opinion based, regardless. Yeah. Um. But I think that there was a, a big drawback of it was, um, you know, digital radio to physical radio. They should have met in the middle somewhere and worked with each other yeah. and not so yeah, much against, right. each against each other. Like, yeah. like iHeartRadio had the right thing going where it was like, hey, get our app for whatever it is, like X amount of dollars a month. And you can listen to any radio station in the country. Yeah, Like that's cool. Yeah. So I, I think they definitely... I think they missed the mark on that, but even just everything that went digital as far as music anyway, things like iTunes and Spotify, yeah, and Spotify and title and Amazon music, whatever. <laughs> I think they're just doing such a disservice to the artists. Um, yeah. Because they're essentially, they're not really paying. No. You know, no, they're paying no. a 16th of a cent per spin. Yeah. Yep. Like it's crazy. Yep. 
but but it also brings up the argument of well cool are you making music for money or are you making music for art because if it's art and you're just like i want to get it out there and i want people to connect to it then who cares that you're making a 16th of a cent Mm -hmm. then great but if you're trying to pay the bills it's it's not a feasible way to live and and i think they're there needs to be some sort of reform. Right. I don't exactly know what that answer is, but I think artists, if they were smart, would pull their music off of all these streaming platforms and just do it on their own. Well, and that, and that's what I've been saying, although I, I'm not really a fan of labels, and it sucks now that I say that because that's who I have to deal with on a daily basis, are labels. But right. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Like I don't, I've never been a fan. In any band that I've ever been in, I've been adamant at saying I don't want to be on a label i think we can do everything all we gotta yeah. do is network and it and it, it's true if you network enough i mean obviously a budget is is necessary but you can still right. do a lot on your own as an independent band and nowadays where you know when i was when i was growing up in bands now there wasn't there wasn't uh um internet there wasn't all these independent labels that there are now there wasn't anything like that right so now you have all these different ways of doing this um you know labels now i consider them as like uh and I think this is mostly accurate, but just distribution deals. There's no, there's no like you're going to get half a million dollars anymore unless you're a huge, you know, a huge thing. But it's not like well, that anymore. I mean, those deals still exist. They do. I, I've seen them. I've, but I've it's seen not them. prominent. They, they do. And it's, it's not. It's not a big thing. But on the flip side of that, I do think that it's – I have such a love-hate relationship with labels. Um because like I do really feel like if it's done right and everybody you're working with has the same vision, it can work out really like that was the thing about my first band. Like like with Black Tide, I can say from day one, our A and R guy was like, Do not write me a hit song for radio. He was like he was like, You guys like to play like this like weird quasi new age metal, like <laughs> you wanna sound like A C D C but yeah. you wanna sound like Iron Maiden, like yeah. do that. Please do that. That's what's missing yep. from the world. That's and, right. And he believed in it. And like, you know, when marking people like, oh, maybe we should have him like dressed more like this. He'd be like, no, mm-hmm. they're a bunch of kids. Yeah. Like, let them, let them, let them just be them who play. they are. And, and I mean, we're talking those Interscope records. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're working Lady Gaga and yep. us at the time. Yep. Um, obviously, the people who are working Lady Gaga who were a lot of them were the yeah. same people. We maybe should have listened to them, but, <laughs> but like, you know, but they weren't fishing for it. Cause they were like, we're not trying to get like yeah. a one hit yeah. wonder out of you. We want a yeah. career for you. Cause that's yeah. important. Mm-hmm. And when we went to make our second record and we like turned in songs and all that stuff, we were like, what do you think? They were like, can you just do what you did on the first record? Like, why are you trying to change? Why are you trying yeah. to write these like catchy yeah. radio hits? Like that's not yeah. how you're going to build right. a career. That's how yeah. you're going to sell out. So, right. So I think it's yeah. all about your team. I, I, I agree with that. And if your team so, is on board with you, um, regardless of whether it's a label or just a PR team or a management team, it doesn't matter what it is, you have right. to go right out of the gate. You have to have that team that is, one, it, they believe in you. If they don't, if you get any vibe that they don't believe in you, obviously go find out why. But if you get any vibe on that, they're yeah. not for you. They have to believe in your product. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to sell it the way that it needs to be sold. They're not going to be able to promote it the way that it needs I, to be promoted. Yeah, the advice I give to any of my friends uh, in bands or people who are talking labels and management and booking agents, all that, I'm like, yo, when you talk to them, if they're not looking you in the eye, if they're doing that 50 yard stare shit when they're talking to you, they don't care. or like they yep. seem preoccupied, yeah, yeah, just leave. get out of the room. Like if if they aren't that interested yep. to like look you in the eye yep. and talk to you, go. 
and that's I, I can't say it's true 100 percent of the time but like it's a good point yeah you know, i've talked to people that like i'm like no. you're not paying attention like i could say pretty much whatever yep. and you're gonna be like, oh, sign cool. here uh no yeah no. but I, you know i i think it's important i think it's important for the musicians to be educated into what they're getting so into short and, version. not the conjecture yes, of the absolutely. internet um, short version would be so would you say that labels are are still relevant to an extent um, depending on the deal that you get from them okay absolutely I think they're still relevant if they know that it's not a situation where you're working for them right. and you guys are working together that's right because I yeah. think that that's the key is is you're not working for them you're working together because they they came to you um, you know for a reason yeah. and you need to remember if, that. If, yeah if anything they are working right. for the band. Right. They should be working for the artist to achieve those goals. And yes, they have ideas on how they want to do things and visit yep. every avenue. But remember, like, you ain't gonna make money off of yeah, first news on exactly. That's how me and Eric are. We we everybody right. works for us. That's right. Yeah. Except for Zach. Yeah. He's he's yeah. his own entity. He's freelance. <laughs> yeah. I pretty much am, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Zach, we oh, appreciate man. it. Um, where uh where can we find you online? Um, my, uh, my somewhat, uh, vacant, rarely updated Instagram page these days, um, <laughs> uh, as, uh, I, I've said a lot, um, with so much going on in the world, I don't think there needs to be a million yeah. post updates of like, look at right. me noodling yeah. on my guitar at home. You know, look at yeah. my dog. Like it's cute. <laughs> like today I posted like the new Deftone single. Oh, I know. Right. And then, oh, yeah. Cause it it's, it's just awesome. It, it deserves like, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, all yeah. right, everyone check this out. That's but awesome. like, but I, I'm, I'm, I try to stay off social media as much as I can. I just, yeah, I'm over yeah. it. I can't stand it. Yeah. Um, and like I said, there's so much more in the world going on than, you know, the stupid things that I'm going to post <laughs> yeah. or another photo from 2009. Like, right. But I, my page is Z A K K underscore S A N D L E R, my name. Um, more than welcome to go give a follow over there. But follow yeah, it. Like I said, in in this in the grand scheme of things you know i i'm a i'm a guy who posts some music stuff sometimes some cool photos but i survived with that social media my you know all throughout like high and school thank and god. part of thank you know, god by the way yeah 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 i didn't i didn't get an instagram until 2015 nice, nice. um you know, I, I avoid all the other ones. Like I have a Facebook page that the only way you're friends with me on Facebook is if you probably have my phone number. <laughs> right. Like, you know, it's it. I, I like to keep my. Otherwise, my it's on MySpace. Mind. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably, probably still active somewhere. Um, but yeah, I, I try to I just try to stay off of it. I think it's I don't think it's it. I don't think social media has been become the tool the great tool that it could be i think it's right. just become a place for people hide. to uh yeah hide yeah. and well, bitch and yeah, yeah i'll be honest i i love that everybody has a voice but the world worked just fine yeah. before yeah. you know yeah. everybody could so, hear your voice so really what yeah. zach is saying is if you want to get a hold of him just go to his house just knock on his door go hang out just visit yeah it's pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. You'll probably see me walking the dog. If you see me with a with a pink poop bag, that means that the dog did something. Or it's Easy. a really weird scenario yeah. that you probably should just turn and run. Either way, you gotta could you just gotta be 50, a Sunday. He'll probably be in his boxers. What's the brand name that you wear? Oh, Krakatoa. Krakatoa. Yes. You gotta do yourself a favor. Check it out. That's right. It's, they're the most comfortable underwear this butt I've ever is worn. Sponsored. It's 
It's so stupid. <laughs> the amount of the amount of clothing brands that I've gotten throughout my entire life from Levi's and Fox and Affliction and pretty much every trendy yep. thing that was right. cool between 2007 yep. and now. And I'm like, dude, Krakatoa, Krakatoa underwear. Yeah. They knocked it out of the park, man. Dude, that's all about awesome. the comfort. And besides Converse, oh, not giving you shoes. So. Sure. Yeah. Come on, Converse. Where you at? <laughs> bring oh, bring them back, on. man. Yeah. Oh, I'm going PF Flyers. We're going to Vans. Yeah, Vans. no. No. Converse, uh, come on. Well, Zach, we appreciate you being on the show tonight and uh, looking yeah, forward to, uh, you, to seeing what else is, is coming up from you. I know there's a lot of stuff that uh, you know, you're working on and things like that. So. Yeah, there's a, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it here now. There's, I've written a lot of music. Um, I've got way too many demos right now that uh, I think in the next 12 months, uh, there, oh, there might be a yeah. Zach Sandler album. I like yeah. it. Yeah. It, who knows? It won't be called yeah. Zach Yeah, well, we'll come up that. with a name. It'll be all right. <laughs> we look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, let, us, let, us, let us name it. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah. Oh, dangerous. Don't do that. Well, guys, thanks for watching. Zach, thanks for being on the show. Um, it, was a, it was a good time. We do Pleasure. appreciate that. Go follow him and follow us. EricBlackWasHere.com forward slash Rockcast. All of the stats are over there. You can follow us on Facebook uh instagram youtube all of those places if uh if you want to you can download the show you can also um share the show you can like the show you can subscribe to the show whatever that means for you and whatever platform that you're on listening to this now just share it however that means to you uh like everything that's about this show and like the people that are on this show all of that good stuff we appreciate you watching appreciate you listening however it is that you uh ingest this show thanks guy thanks yes you thank, thank you. you this is rockcast i'm eric black that's parker minor and our good friend zach over there see you guys again next week bye thanks zach